Welcome to Insights into Success, where with your host Paul Dodds, we hope to educate, inspire and motivate you to achieve your own personal success. We talk to guests from all around the world from a variety of walks of life to hear the realities of their own journey to success. What challenges have they faced, how they cope with failure and what have been the keys or will be the keys to their own success. In our Read to Succeed interviews, we talk books that have inspired our guests and for some, they share their secrets to marketing success. Join us as we give you insights into success. Well, welcome back to Insights into Success, where in today's interview, we're talking Read to Succeed. Now, if you listened to our last interview, we talked to Connor Snyder from uh, Story. Now, he's agreed to come back and share with us some of the books that have inspired him on his journey so far. So, Connor, take it away. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what you've got to say, because I know you've got some interesting books to talk about. Yeah, so one of my favorite books of all time is this book called Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari. And uh, it's a brief uh, brief history of humankind. So it starts um, back when we're wandering around with Neanderthals and and, uh, some of the ways that Neanderthals eventually went extinct and goes all the way up until modern times. And and it kind of talks about this broad history of human development. Um, But it, it talks about it through this like really interesting perspective that that not only is insightful, I think, to just broader like dynamics about how we as human beings, you know, interact together, but also just individually, um, what the broader story of our species um, kind of means to our own personal progression. And there's this story in the book that I, I really love about Charles Darwin. So he talks about when Darwin went to the Galapagos Islands originally and um, came up with the the idea of natural selection. And he's looking at the finches and he's he's kind of noticing that there's these variations island to island and their beaks are slightly different for, you know, breaking open different kinds of nuts that are on each island. And in his journal, he writes, he draws this evolutionary tree and he labels it A, B and C. And then a very like right above it, he writes, I think. And in the book, the author basically says, like, in this moment, this really huge scientific breakthrough that not only was controversial to this day and paradigm shifting, but also has laid the groundwork for much of modern medicine and much of our, um, you know, biology and pharmacology, so many different industries at that moment, he had no idea if he was right or not. (laughs) Like he just was like drawn a possibility in his notebook and wrote, I think next to it. Right. And, and and so many um, ideas that, that, change ourselves or change the world start off with this i think right and and the journey to that become a fully fleshed idea was an evolution <laughs> you know like, so, yeah. in, in, in of itself right we all yeah. have this individual evolution that we undergo every day where where we we all we can do is is give it our best shot our best idea and say i think this is the way forward and, and move forward that way and i actually that was a I liked it so much. I got a tattoo of it. That was my first oh, tattoo. Wow. The, uh, the, uh, out of the page of Darwin's journal. So I, I, I love that book because it's all about this idea of human history is, is kind of pushed forward by us all just giving our best guess at what the next <laughs> step is. Very interesting. I've, I've, I have to say, I've never heard of the book. So uh, it definitely sounds like one worth, worth reading. So it's a fantastic one. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend yeah. It. Now I think you've got another one you want to share as well. 
Yeah. So the other book that I really love is called The Book of Joy. And um, it was a journalist who went and spent time with um, the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu, um, who, of course, very different religious traditions. Um, you know, one Buddhist, one Catholic, but both very deeply spiritual leaders. And the, the book kind of talks about, you know, he goes and interviews these two and asks them, well, what what's the meaning of life? <laughs> how do you how do you live a joyful life? And what's so interesting is though these two faith traditions and these two spiritual giants in these faith traditions have such fundamentally different theology, they both have a absolute shared perspective on what it means to be happy. And and you can kind of cut through like a you can kind of say, you know, there's this interpretation of that, or you phrase it this way, you sub out different nouns for different nouns, but the yeah. fundamentals of what it means to live a joyful life, I think, um, regardless of whether you're religious or not religious, spiritual or not spiritual, I think like there's so much value in, in their shared spirituality. So that book is fantastic if you're looking for some good advice on how to be happy every day. And so obviously from your point of view, and I guess from what you said earlier too, it just under, underscores for you the importance of being happy. It's not about money necessarily what you're doing at all, but more than anything else, just being happy. And I guess reading that book, was that part of your journey to try and sort of find in yourself that happiness? Absolutely. You know, I, I, I had had a, uh, a major faith transition growing up, you know, here in Utah, there's uh, the majority of the population's all Mormon. I was raised Mormon, did a Mormon mission, knocking doors, black name tags, white t-shirts and all that. And <laughs> eventually decided that wasn't my path growing up, you know, for the rest of my life. But, but part of that was when you, when you have this like framework that you view the world through and that kind of collapses you've kind of got to start from scratch and that was one of the books that i both sapiens and that book um you know i would call my my uh um my new versions of the old and new testaments a little bit <laughs> and uh and, and and the book of joy was was really one where um i think i learned a lot of like lessons about happiness and spirituality that transcended a specific tradition but at the same time were rooted in this kind of familiar um, religious language that really was powerful to me. And so, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed that book. So tell me about your reading in general. Like how often would you read? Yeah, I, I, I would say that I generally would try to do like a book every two months. And I think that's lately how it's been. Normally I think I'm more prolific than that, but, but, uh, I'm in the startup grind right now and I've let it be one of those balls I've decided to drop when I'm trying to juggle everything. Um, but I, I, I uh, yeah, I try to read. I try to read consistently. Still, I think it's important to because, especially when when our company is about sharing people's authentic stories. Like you, I like to get into people's stories. You know, I like to have these different perspectives and different ways of seeing the world because I think it's important as we try to represent whoever we're working with story. Right? If, if we're trying to be like an authentic, you know, megaphone, and and I want to understand the broadness of perspective so that we can do that well. And um, in terms of the content that you read, you know, do you typically read nonfiction? Do you read any fiction at all? What, what, what's kind of mix? I, I, I probably lean more nonfiction now, though I do love fiction. Like, I, I'm a huge, like, nerd for, like, Wheel of Time and fantasy. Like, I love fiction. Um, but I, I really do like nonfiction, historical, uh, like, you know, biographies. 
Um, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I generally avoid business books actually. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I kind of hate, um, like so many business books, I feel like just like devolve into like, um, platitudes. And yeah. I, while I think there's lots of good business books out there, I think for me, um, there's a lot to be learned from the, the other industries and the other, the other kind of, um, studies. Like I'd rather go read a book about psychology or read a book about, you know, um, science or about history and then yeah. try and find a way that that applies into business versus go and read a book about a case study in business. Just because I think that there's, there's, um, hidden advantages to, to getting information from different places than other people are giving them. Yeah, sure. And what's your style of reading or put it another way, what's the medium that you prefer to read? Um, like I, like are you saying like, do I like it on a Kindle or an audio yeah, book? Kindle, or a, a book. I, so book, I'm, I'm, I like a hard, I like a physical book or an audio book. I, I, if I'm doing it like on an iPad or a Kindle, I feel like I'm like just back in front of a screen again. And that makes me go a little crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I like to have, you know, audiobooks are nice because they're super convenient. Like if I'm driving into the office, I can throw on the audiobook and, and it just kind of like lets me feed my mind. Um, but there's, to me, there's like a ritual into like actually opening up a physical book. And I think that that like act of disconnecting and immersing into a book is like, it, it's not just good for the mind. It's good for the soul, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I, those are my two preferred mediums, I'd say. And what about your retention? Like if you are listening to an audio book, say while you're driving, do you retain the content or retain the messages as well as what you would if you were just sitting with a hardcover book, a physical book and reading it? So that's interesting because I would say I... There's in some ways, I think I retain better audiobooks selectively. Really? So, like, so yeah. like, I feel like I probably retain less of the overall premise, but there'll be times where I listen to an audiobook and I get into the office and I'm like, okay, this is applicable today, <laughs> like right. to, to today's stuff. And then all of a sudden, that part of the book is like burned into my skull because it's been really relevant to like conversations in the day. But then yeah. like the broader themes of the book or some of the details of the book kind of fall away because I'm just not as like, I'm not, they're not applied directly. Whereas I think physical books, I definitely feel like I retain the broader, the broader message better. But I think I'm, because there's not as, as a clear, there's a, there's a longer time from reading to like implementation that I oh. think that they don't have as many places that like punch out to me as much. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the worry is when you're audio is that, like, you might be driving the car and having to watch out for idiot drivers and stuff so that you aren't retaining mm -hmm. um, as much of the content as what you, you know, ideally would prefer. No, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. There's, there's, I'm sure there's been really great insights that I've missed completely <laughs> because I've been watching out for other drivers. <laughs> now, I haven't tried this, and to, I have to say I'm not really a person that listens to much in the way of audio books, but some people talk about listening to an audio book at like one and a half times. Mm -hmm. I've come across a few people like that. Have you ever tried that? I have, and it depends on who's reading it, but I generally don't like it. Like for me, it's like, I feel more stressed out. It's like, it's like I'm trying to like drink out of a fire hose and it's like, <laughs> it's like I can't keep up with this, but I'll tell you what, um, the president of Red X, Curtis, Curtis Finn, he's all about it. He's like two X audiobooks cruising through books because he's like, 
Yeah, it's just how he likes to do it. And I, I personally can't do it. I, I like you. Yeah. I've heard of people that do it, but I personally, the one time I tried it on his advice, I was like, eh, not for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing I've heard, uh, I, again, I haven't tried this too, but it might be worth going having a go at, is people that listen to an audio book while reading the physical book at the same time. Have you ever tried mm. that? I I have before and I didn't really like it. Like I felt like I was out reading the audio. And so then right. I was like, it, it just felt like I was getting out of sync. Um, yeah. So I, maybe there's some people that like, like keeping pace with what's getting read out loud and they kind of like slow themselves down as they read. For me, I, I like couldn't get it. It was like, it made me yeah. feel like I was like dyslexic or something. Like I just could not, <laughs> I couldn't roll with it. Um, so it probably works for some people, but for me, I, I don't, I'm not much of a, yeah. Yeah, you got your own speed and you feel comfortable with that. And if it's out of sync with the the um the audio, then yeah, it starts to mess with you, I guess. Yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Connor. I appreciate you staying on to um share with us on Read to Succeed. It's um yeah, it's been really good. You've got a couple of great books. The whole idea is on our website is that every time I interview someone that's interested in reading, that they share and then we're building up a really great list of no, suggested reading for people so and it's great to have diversity it's great that it's not all business books too so and i like your point too as well that you can learn a lot that could be applicable to business without actually reading a business book and also getting a different perspective rather than just reading the same sort of regurgitated stuff um you know by various authors mm-hmm. there's obviously plenty of that goes on absolutely so, uh, yeah no i appreciate your perspective and your time so thank you so much and um yeah we'll um we'll be in touch it's been a pleasure thank you so much for having me